It's Priority Talk, and we are live here with you on this uh, Tuesday evening. Hello, welcome into the program. We're so glad to have you along with us here for the next couple of hours. We'll be here until 7 o'clock this evening. Taking your phone calls at 205-941-1011. Your calls and your text messages at 205-941-1011. Of course, it's good news, Christian values here on Truth 101.1 FM. And uh, we're glad to be with you. we got a lot of great uh, topics to get into today. Nate Williams is here as well. Say hello to everybody there, Nate. Hey, how's it going? All right, Nate and I have already been together, but well, he doesn't need to say hello to me, but he can say hello to you guys. Oh, yeah. That's odd sometimes. You know, sometimes in radio, you know, we've been sitting here talking, and then it's like we get on the air and we act like we ain't already been talking. Yes. But we've been talking. We've already been together. So uh, good to have you here. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. All right. Uh, Hey, we're excited to uh, welcome uh, Alabama Republican Party chairman, Mr. John Wall, back to the program, coming uh, fresh off the big uh, Trump event on Friday night. I I gave him a day or two just to catch his breath and do all the national media uh, before he got to us. Uh, But John Wall, how you doing, my friend? Oh, doing well, and unfortunately, I didn't really get to take any time off. I was straight back on the speaking schedule yesterday, uh, speaking down in Chilton County, so no rest for the weary. Were you really? I was in Chilton County yesterday myself. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, you should should have come by the party meeting there and uh, would have had you as a second guest. Well, I was there with all the pastors in Chilton County. We, we Sometimes we need to put them together. Amen. Well, you know, we need we need more people of faith and more people with strong conviction and, and people from the church involved in politics. I always say it goes back to this idea, if, if good men are not involved, then we condemn ourselves to be ruled by evil. Wow. Yeah. Very, very good. Well, man, tell us, um, you, you know, the Donald Trump event. I know you'd been working on that for a long time, you know, months, putting that together, uh, you know, getting it lined up. And well, I, I've put on dinners, now not with 2,700 people, but... Uh, The biggest one I ever did was probably about 750 people. So uh, I I know some of the logistics that go into that kind of event. And, uh, boy, just tell us how it was. Most of us were not there. I didn't get to come, but tell us about it. You know, it was an incredible event. And and what I loved about it more than anything was the passion of the people who were there. You know, the the Trump supporters and his voters across Alabama, how excited they were. And when you have a room full of 2,700 people, at, at tables with that much excitement, it, 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 there's an energy to it, and um, so the night went tremendously well. Now, now, like you said, the organizational side of putting together something like that, especially when then we had our uh, official state executive committee meeting the next next day, um, not an easy process. But I'm, I'm proud to report everything went off without a hitch. It was the largest dinner in Alabama Republican Party history, and also our largest one-time fundraiser of all time. We raised 1.2 million dollars. Wow. Well, then you throw in the complication of dealing with Secret Service and all, everything that goes along with that. Uh, had you had you dealt with Secret Service for an event like that before? Never for a dinner. So yeah. I've been at a couple of events with Secret Service sure. dinners, but never where I was managing it. So the closest I got was that Trump rally back a few years ago in Coleman, where we had um, you know the, the party kind of hosted that. Right. Uh, so this is very different. Yeah, you know, making sure the rooms were swept, security through. You know, had to keep the dinner, uh, the servers and uh, dinner staff out um, during those sweeps. And then the logistics of making everything happen, making sure everybody got food. It, it was an interesting process for sure. 
Wow, wow. $1.2 million raised. Now, this is coming off the, the Ron DeSantis event uh, back in the spring, which was a big fundraiser as well, and I was at that event. Uh, that's, this is, has this been the, the, the greatest year of fundraising uh, in Alabama for the Republican Party? Uh, I think it, you could definitely say it's not very close to it. And really, it's a good thing that it is because we're we're steering that with the redistricting, uh, you know, the new district lines for U.S. congressional race. We now are going to have, it looks like we're going to have a swing district in Alabama. And so we're going to be on the front lines of fighting and holding on to the U.S. Congress. So we're, we're unfortunately, we're going to need every penny we raise to make sure we're part of that fight and we take keep this house as we also fight back, you know, fight to take back the Senate. Well, I'm glad you I'm glad you said that because that's been one of the questions I've heard is uh, you know is where's all the money going because because um, you don't as far as the you know the legislature goes you don't uh, or, or you know races within the state uh, you don't uh, choose sides during the primary and most all of those are not really competitive when it comes to the general election and a lot of money's not needed so you're saying the uh, the congressional uh, there, there's going to be more money needed in, in that area. No, that's correct. And to give you a little bit of an idea of, of some of what we do do, you know, we last cycle we picked up 50 seats across the state, and a lot of those were, were sheriff's race. We picked flipped seven sheriffs, um, uh, so all you know, over 10 percent of the sheriffs in Alabama went from uh, Democrat to Republican last mm-hmm. cycle. And you know, we're already a super red state, so to do that, make that many, you know, get that many switches is, is an impressive thing. And we really did it with a message of, you know, keeping our local community safe and um, putting people first. And same thing on the school board. A lot of school board switched from Democrat to Republic last time with the message of protecting our children from woke policies and school choice. So we're working a lot of where you see, you'll never see us work because it's not in an area where a lot of people necessarily live. It's in these rural yeah. uh, minority communities where it's still Democrat controlled, but we're fighting to, um, to kind, of, kind of change that stereotype and have Republicans be competitive in more areas and really kind of get more involved in flipping some of these swing districts. And then also last cycle, you know, we, we were over in Georgia um, helping campaign for their uh, open Senate seat over there, or, or not open Senate seat, but Anthony Warnock, you're trying to defeat right. him and, and take back the Senate. And we, Alabama volunteers, organized by the party and, you know, paying for their, their gas and, and getting them over there, organizing it. We knocked 85,000 doors for, um, for that in that Senate race. So... It's, it's, it's one of those things every election cycle, we, we're always on the ground, always working and doing a lot more than necessary it looks like from the outside. I'm glad you shared all that. Uh, Chairman of the Alabama Republican Party, John Wall, with us. Uh, you mentioned the executive meetings the day after the Trump event. I mean, gosh, you guys had to be so, so wore out. I don't know how you did business, but you, you did some big things, though. Tell, tell us, uh, you know, the top two or three, uh, there were some changes made uh, as far as... Um, campaign contributions for your candidates, things like that. T- tell folks some of the things you did and why. Absolutely. Well, we'll start off with one of our resolutions, which was to um, really condemn Joe Biden um, for the, the change he made where he's allowing service members in the military to have time off work for three weeks and paid expenses for them and their dependents to go have an abortion, um, which is in direct violation of the uh, Hyde Amendment. Yes. And really unconstitutional in the fact that our founders were very clear that spending decisions should come from the Congress and not from the executive branch. And we've seen, you know, Tommy Tupperville recently really fighting back on those policies and, and, and doing the military holds. So we passed a resolution condemning Joe Biden for that initial decision and putting the blame where it should be, which is on him and his administration. 
but then also praising Tupper, uh, Senator Tupperville for his stand for, um, for not just for pro-life, but also for treating taxpayers' money with respect. And um, I'm proud to report that that resolution passed the state executive committee 99% to 1%. Wow. Um, and I like to joke that that one percent probably accidentally hit the wrong button. <laughs> yeah, just just an accident. Talk to us about the uh, uh, the, the differences in education now, uh, candidates. Yeah, and this one was uh, especially important to me personally. It's something that I actually, you know, had stepped away from the podium to introduce myself, um, and it really, in my opinion, takes away a conflict of interest. So it sets up where state school board, uh, county school board, and county superintendents. Um, if, if they're running as Republicans, they cannot take money from the NEA, which is the National Education Association, or any of their affiliates, which would include the AEA here on the state level. And, and it's just such a, to me, a common sense issue. We want, you know, these school, the leaders here to be, their priority to be on the parents and on the children. And we want their loyalty to lie with the parents and the children and not with any special interest group or liberal union um so this was a very very clear vote um passed by 68 percent saying no um we don't want you know we don't want our republican candidates taking money from these obviously woke entities that are pushing a you know woke policies in our schools indoctrinating children we want our you know our elected officials the republicans to be representing the people first yep. and not a special interest group uh chairman tell me uh has there been much talk of maybe making similar type requirements for for our legislators, uh, taking money from uh, from those those type groups who then brag about defeating uh, the legislation that uh, that most Republicans support? You know, it, it's a it's a great question, and that actually came up on the floor as we were debating, um, you know, debating this new standing rule change. And I think it's definitely something that you know some of the members wanted to see. I don't think there's as much of a direct conflict with the state legislature. And, and for that reason, it's not something where I think, you know, would necessarily be a standing rule that would be permanently in effect. But I, I think it's something that would be better served in a resolution type thing one cycle at a time. Yeah. Because the end game here should be that the, you know, that these education organizations actually represent Alabama teachers who are for the vast majority Republicans and are also concerned about what's going on with our curriculum and represent the people and the values of Alabama. And if we could get there, they wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't necessarily, they don't have to be at odds with the values of the Republican Party. We would love to see them come into line with the people and the teachers of Alabama. Well, I agree with you. And uh, it was frustrating, though, to, to know that most were for some form of school choice and then to see uh, those groups bragging about defeating that. Uh, speaking of school choice, you see that making a, a big comeback next year. I, I hear where the governor now has uh, has said she's in favor of, of, of vouchers. Now, who knows exactly what that means? Maybe you know. Uh, where do you think school choice, we had the Price Act, maybe it's not exactly that. Where do you see that moving? That's a big topic with our audience. Oh, well, I, mean, I think you know passing me in the in the halls of the state house, that that's also a very important issue to the Republican Party. Overwhelmingly passed a resolution in favor of that um, last year. And this is something where, you know, and sometimes it takes a couple years yeah. for a good piece of legislation to pass. And that's okay. That's the legislative process, and it takes time. But, no, I'm very hopeful that this cycle we will see a, a truly competitive and universal school choice system put into place. 
Well, we are too. It needs to be done right, though. That's for sure. It needs to be done right. I agree. It needs to be done right with with financial accountability. Yep, that's right. But but not with testing that would saddle our parents and private schools with the same flawed testing and curriculum that has completely destroyed the public school system, as is shown by the fact that we're 47th in education overall yeah why why you take that and repeat it does it make a lot of sense i got you exactly uh uh, chairman john wall with us last question chairman um let me bring up the topic of gambling Uh, everybody's talking about it of course there was you know an ad hoc committee in the house trying to figure it out uh where does the republican party stand on this does it have a, a hard stance uh what are your thoughts? It's a big topic here on our show. Um, you know, uh, some we, we know there's going to be big gambling legislation coming next year. It's uh, all being put together right now, I would assume. Yes, and this, this is something where the party has not necessarily, as as an official organization, has taken a vote on this exact issue. Um, and we don't know what, you know, what the bill will look like when it's coming out. So I'm going to, you know, go a little bit and speak a little bit from my personal perspective okay. rather than... Think of this as John Wall's opinion instead of the party chairman's opinion. Um, I, I think you see negative consequences with a lot of gambling expansion. You know, especially if you're talking about the casino-style gambling, where, where there's so much vice grows up around it, um, and a uh, political special interest group that gets so much power with the amount of money that is that is kind of thrown into their coffers in a in a casino gaming-style uh, situation. So I'm very cautious about it. I think it's I think it's a, a very concerning issue, um, and something where I think there's a lot of consequences to that decision. And I hope legislators take that into account before they even consider a vote on that issue. Well, I hope we can um, can inform them of that. You know, 10 or 15 years ago, this was and, and before this was a completely Democrat issue, and it was Republicans standing in the way of it. Uh, and now it's Republicans that are actually bringing it. And, and there's enough Republicans, I guess, that have stood in the way. But uh, the, the table sure seem to have flipped on that issue uh, in, no, in regards it, it, to the parties. It does, and it's hard because, you know, a lot of, the, a lot of voters um, are, are supportive of a lottery. And you, you'll see that uh, I think a, a, a straight-up lottery would have passed before now, other than they want to tie the lottery that is popular with the general public with casino gaming that is not popular with the general public yeah um an attempt to, to push both through well john we call that greed lock <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is uh well hey thank you for your time i know you're awful busy man and uh hope to see you again sometime soon take a deep breath who, who are you bringing in next man desantis trump what's next you know you might, you might better take a year off they say I can't top this, and I said I don't know if I want to top this or it might kill me. So, <laughs> absolutely. Well, I'm I'm waiting so, to see what you come up with next. It, it'll, you know, I'm excited to see what the future holds for Alabama. Um, I love to see these national figures coming in and making us a priority. Absolutely, because we don't get them during the uh, presidential race that much. Now, maybe that'll change some moving it earlier, but uh, you know, we don't get as much attention as a lot of states do. So, uh, I, I like it as well. Look, John. One of these days, when you're driving 65 uh, in the in the evening, you got to just pull off the interstate here and hang out with us for a little while, so we can really go deeper into some of these issues in person. So, you, let me know when you're coming through. We're right off the interstate. All right, I will look forward to that. And always good to be on the show, and appreciate your work and your stand for for not just conservative values, but values that are centered around work. 
Thank you, John. God bless Jesus, you, brother. Jesus Christ. Thank you, sir. Amen. All right. Hey, I like that. Got a little, thank you, sir. Got a little Jesus Christ in there at the end. He kind of broke up. <laughs> yeah. But I was glad to hear Jesus Christ. I was glad to hear that. John's a good guy. I've gotten to know him uh, the last uh, year or so, really. And uh, I really would like to have had him on Friday or Monday, but I knew he was kind of probably incapacitated. <laughs> a little busy. Uh, yeah. And Monday, I figured he need, But then I looked, and he's doing all kinds of uh, big media, national media and stuff. So. Uh, pretty good. All right. Uh, he was only available right off the top of the show. He had a, he had a, another meeting to get into, and so that's why we just had to jump right into uh, that conversation with uh, John Wall, the chairman of the Alabama Republican Party. All right. Uh, if you've got thoughts uh, on what he had to say, love to hear them. 205-941-1011. We'll take a break. Be right back. 